Hi, it's Cooper. I'd like to know a little bit more about you, the listeners. So I made a little survey. It's just four tiny questions and should take about one minute to complete. The link is at the top of the show notes. Thank you so much, and let's get on with the show. Hi, my name is Cooper Howland, and this is A Little English. Every episode, I read a short story. After the story, there are three tiny lessons. If you are really serious about studying using this podcast, please go to my website, www.alittleenglish.com. You can get the podcast user's manual with lots of ideas for self-study. But if you just want to listen, then relax and enjoy. So, let's get into this story. Today we are reading Chapter 3 of Winnie the Pooh. The title is, In Which Pooh and Piglet Go Hunting and nearly catch a woozle. And I have once again invited Tabitha to play Christopher Robin. Are you ready, Tabitha? Let's do this. In this story, we are introduced to Piglet, who is Pooh's closest animal friend. Pooh and Piglet do... well... They do a very silly thing. I don't want to ruin the surprise, so we can talk about it after the story. For now, let's get on with it. Chapter 3 In Which Pooh and Piglet Go Hunting and Nearly Catch a Woozle The Piglet lived in a very grand house in the middle of a beech tree. And the beech tree was in the middle of the forest, and the piglet lived in the middle of the house. Next to his house was a piece of broken board which had Trespassers W on it. When Christopher Robin asked the piglet what it meant, he said it was his grandfather's name and had been in the family for a long time. Christopher Robin said you couldn't be called Trespassers W, and piglet said yes, you could, because his grandfather was, and it was short for Trespassers Will, which was short for Trespassers William. And his grandfather had had two names, in case he lost one. Trespassers, after an uncle, and William, after trespassers. I've got two names, said Christopher Robin carelessly. Well, there you are. That proves it, said Piglet. One fine winter's day, 
when Piglet was brushing away the snow in front of his house, he happened to look up, and there was Winnie the Pooh. Pooh was walking round and round in a circle, thinking of something else, and when Piglet called to him, he just went on walking. Hello, said Piglet. What are you doing? Hunting, said Pooh. Hunting what? Tracking something, said Winnie the Pooh, very mysteriously. Tracking what? said Piglet, coming closer. That's just what I ask myself. I ask myself, what? What, what do you think you'll answer? I shall have to wait until I catch up with it, said Winnie the Pooh. Now, look here. He pointed to the ground in front of him. What do you see there? Tracks, said Piglet. Paw marks. He gave a little squeak of excitement. Oh, Pooh, do you think it's a, a, a woozle? It may be, said Pooh. Sometimes it is, and sometimes it isn't. You never can tell with paw marks. With these few words, he went on tracking, and Piglet, after watching him for a minute or two, ran after him. Winnie the Pooh had come to a sudden stop and was bending over the tracks in a puzzled sort of way. What's the matter? asked Piglet. It's a very funny thing, said Bear, but there seem to be two animals now. This whatever it was, has been joined by another, whatever it is, and the two of them are now proceeding in company. Would you mind coming with me, Piglet, in case they turn out to be hostile animals? Piglet scratched his ear in a nice sort of way and said that he had nothing to do until Friday and would be delighted to come in case it really was a woozle. You mean, in case it really is two woozles, said Winnie the Pooh, and Piglet said that anyhow he had nothing to do until Friday. So, off they went together. There was a small spinny of larch trees just here, and it seemed as if the two woozles if that is what they were, had been going round this spinny. So round this spinny went Pooh and Piglet after them, Piglet passing the time by telling Pooh what his grandfather, Trespassers W., had done to remove stiffness after tracking, and how his grandfather, Trespassers W., had suffered in his later years, from shortness of breath and other matters of interest, and Pooh wondering what a grandfather was like, and if perhaps this was two grandfathers they were after now, and if so, whether he would be allowed to take one home and keep it, and what Christopher Robin would say. And still, the tracks went on in front of them. Suddenly, Winnie the Pooh stopped 
and pointed excitedly in front of him. Look! What? said Piglet with a jump, and then, to show that he hadn't been frightened, he jumped up and down once or twice more in an exercising sort of way. The tracks, said Pooh. A third animal has joined the other two. Pooh! cried Piglet. Do you think it is another woozle? No, said Pooh, because it makes different marks. It is either two woozles and one as it might be whizzle, or two as it might be whizzles, and one if so it is woozle. Let us continue to follow them. So they went on, feeling just a little anxious now, in case the three animals in front of them were of hostile intent, and Piglet wished very much that his grandfather, T.W., were there instead of elsewhere, and Pooh thought how nice it would be if they met Christopher Robin suddenly but quite accidentally, and only because he liked Christopher Robin so much. And then, all of a sudden, Winnie the Pooh stopped and licked the tip of his nose in a cooling manner, for he was feeling more hot and anxious than ever in his life before. There were four animals in front of them. Do you see, Piglet? Look at their tracks, three as it were, Woozles, and one as it was, Wizzle. Another Woozle has joined them. And so it seemed to be. There were the tracks crossing over each other here, getting muddled up with each other there, but quite plainly every now and then, the tracks of four sets of paws. I think said Piglet, when he had licked the tip of his nose too, and found that it brought very little comfort. I think that I have just remembered something. I have just remembered something that I forgot to do yesterday, and shan't be able to do tomorrow. So I suppose I really ought to go back and do it now. We'll do it this afternoon, and I'll come with you, said Pooh. Uh, this isn't the sort of thing you can do in the afternoon, said Piglet, quickly. It's a very particular morning thing, and that has to be done in the morning, and if possible, between the hours of... What would you say the time was? About twelve, said Winnie the Pooh, looking at the sun. Between, as I was saying, the hours of twelve and twelve-five. So, really, dear old Pooh, if you'll excuse me, what's that? Pooh looked up at the sky, and then, as he heard the whistle again, he looked up into the branches of a big oak tree, and then he saw a friend of his. It's Christopher Robin, he said. Ah, then you'll be all right, said Piglet. You'll be quite safe with him. Goodbye and he trotted off home as quickly as he could, very glad to be out of all danger again. Christopher Robin came slowly down his tree. Silly old bear, he said. 
What are you doing? First you went around the spinny twice by yourself, and then Piglet ran after you went, and you went around again together, and then you were just going around a fourth time. Wait a minute, said Winnie the Pooh, holding up his paw. He sat down and thought in the most thoughtful way he could think. Then he fitted his paw into one of the tracks, and then he scratched his nose twice and stood up. Yes, said Winnie the Pooh. I see now, said Winnie the Pooh. I have been foolish and deluded, said he, and I am a bear of no brain at all. You're the best bear in all the world. Am I? said Pooh hopefully. Said Pooh, hopefully. Then he brightened up suddenly. Anyhow, he said, it is nearly luncheon time. So he went home for it. I think the best thing about Pooh is his attitude. One minute he's being really hard on himself, saying he is a bear of no brain at all. And then, just a few seconds later, he's like, oh well, let's eat. I wish I could be that comfortable with my life. Maybe someday. For now, Let's just get right to the three tiny lessons. First, we're going to jump into the Dictionary Disco, where we talk about vocabulary. We're doing the disco first today because we really need to talk about one word before we can understand the big picture. That word is spinny. Now, this is a really tough one, but it's really important for the story. Pooh and Piglet are walking around a spinny. I did a little research, and it is a very British word, and it was much more popular in the 19th century. Actually, I've never seen this word used anywhere else. Which makes sense because I am an American who was born at the end of the 20th century. So, what does spinny mean? It's a small area of trees and bushes. That's it. Just some trees. Huh. The second word is hostile as in hostile animals and hostile intent. This word means something that wants to hurt you. Pooh and Piglet were both very worried that the Woozles would be hostile. But, of course, they weren't because there weren't any Woozles. Now, let's take a look at the big picture. Did you get it? Did you get the silly thing that Pooh did? Pooh 
himself understood by the end. It took him a minute, but he did. My copy of the book has these really great illustrations that help make a bit more sense. I will put a link in the show notes. So, the key to understanding what happened is that Pooh and Piglet were walking in circles around a spinny, or, as we know, a bunch of trees. It was snowing, and Pooh was following some mysterious footprints in the snow. But of course, he was walking in a circle, so they were his own footprints. So the second woozle, that was Pooh's footprints again, as he went around the trees a second time. And then the whizzle, that was Piglet joining Pooh. There never was a woozle or a whizzle. They were chasing themselves. You can see why Pooh calls himself a bear of no brain at all. Finally, let's slow down and take a melody moment. Today, I want to talk about syllables. Probably all of you have studied syllables at some point, but let's review. The easiest way to think about syllables is how many times do you open your mouth when you say a word? So like banana, that has three syllables. Cooper, that has two. And pen, that has only one. Syllables are super important to rhythm and melody, as I will show you later on this season. For now, let's just do some syllable counting. I'll say the words, you count the syllables. Ready? Boston. That's two. Paris, also two. Chair, that's one. Alligator, that's four. Ham, one. Sandwich, two. Wow, I think I'm getting hungry, like Pooh Bear. Let's go to the credits. Thank you for listening to Season 1, Episode 3 of A Little English. Every episode is produced entirely by me, Edward Cooper Howland, here in Hiroshima, Japan. For more information on how to study using this podcast, please go to www.alittleenglish.com, where you can get the podcast user's manual. 
You can follow me on social media at ALE Learning on Instagram and Twitter. To join the conversation and the community around A Little English, please go to our Discord. There is a link in the show notes. If you want to support this podcast, you can go to patreon.com slash a little English. If you do, you can join a private Discord server for patrons and you can chat with me directly. Ask me questions. Maybe I can help you with your homework. Maybe. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on whatever app you are using to listen. The stories that I read are in the public domain, and I get them from standardebooks.org, which is a really good website, and you should check it out. Again, thank you so much for listening. For now, be kind to yourselves and to each other. <laughs>